Welcome to episode 13 of Dirt Track Weekly. I'm your host, Kyle Simons. Last week, we previewed the Eldora Million, reviewed Pennsylvania Speed Week, and looked at the controversial transponder ruling of the Gopher 50, Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series event. If you didn't get a chance to listen to that episode, you can go back in our archives and give it a listen now. On Sunday night, the Summer Nationals were at Tri-State, and Dylan Thompson pulled off a last lap pass for the win over Shannon Babb when Babb was thrown to the high side by a lapped car who was sideways in turn three on the final lap. Babb finished second with Cobb Light, Rusty Schlenk, and Bob Gardner rounding out the top five. Also on Sunday night, Drake Troutman picked up a big $10,000 super late model victory at Brush Creek in the 4B Forever 40 honoring Jackie Boggs. Troutman won the event over Adam Stricker, James Rice, Dustin Linville, and R.J. Conley. On Monday, the promoters at Volunteer Speedway announced that they were resigning. The major points in their post was the whining from people with cell phones when they have no idea what promoting entails. Weekly racing, especially in that region, has been dying a slow death. But he brings up a lot of good points. There's a ton of work that goes into promoting those events and getting the track ready. And it's disheartening when nobody does anything but complain on social media about how things are run. There have also been a lot of negative comments about how the profits were running the track. I'm not saying that people have the right to complain about everything at the track, but not everyone who promotes a track is actually cut out to do the job. The post the profits made seemed very whiny, and I get it that's a lot of hard work. Working at Port Royal Speedway on the promotional team, I do completely understand the plight of the promoter dealing with people who complain about everything. But there was a post from Johnny Petrozelli on Facebook that said it best. He said, a lot of tracks whining about negative social media and crowds. A lot of tracks still running A-plus features at midnight. Still bad grape promoting like it's 2009 with horrible third world bathrooms and concessions that food trucks would put to shame. Half the tracks I go to haven't posted to Instagram or Twitter in the past six months, he said. Look, I get both arguments, but at the end of the day, it's a two-way street. I hate seeing the argument that if we're always negative, then we won't have tracks to go to. That just isn't true. Businesses that are run horribly shut down all the time. That's life, whether you like it or not. If you run a business like it's a hobby, it's going to fail. That's just the way it is. You can expect to give, you cannot expect to give little to no effort and expect people to just show up. If I ran a restaurant and my food was terrible, it wouldn't be long for my restaurant to go under. I can find plenty of tracks that are doing just fine and making improvements yearly. I don't see them going out of business. It's all about evolution. If you don't evolve with your customers, you aren't going to stay in business. On Monday night, Bobby Pierce took the victory in the XR Super Series race at Dubuque over Devin Moran. Brandon Shepard, Ricky Thornton Jr., and Hudson O'Neill. On Tuesday night, it was the Brad Doty Classic at Attica for the World of Outlaws with Kyle Larson picking up a dominant win over Sheldon Hodenshield, Carson Macedo, Donnie Schatz, and David Gravel. Anthony Perego won the Super Dirt Car Series race at Big Diamond over Matt Shepard, Matt Williamson, Mike Mahaney, and Peter Britton. Jonathan Davenport won the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series race at Davenport. Which is my, in which in my estimation is the best late mile track in the country right now, over Devin Moran, Ricky Thornton Jr., Hudson O'Neill, and Brian Shirley. On Wednesday morning, a bombshell was dropped when Macri Motorsports announced on the day that the Eldora Million was set to begin that Anthony Macri had chosen to step away from the Macri Motorsports car and that Lance DeWeese would be driving the car for the Eldora Million. DeWeese as a replacement is due to internal issues with the Macri team. Time will tell if those issues get resolved or not, or if someone else drives the car after DeWeese's million stint. There's two sides to this argument, and no matter what people are going to say or see and how they want to see it, 
But this isn't the first time that Macri has fired his team up. When Shuttlesworth left the team, Macri's dad parked the car. And reports were this was that it was all over how Anthony acted. Sometimes you have to realize just how good you have it. And trust me, Anthony Macri has it really good with that team. But I also understand that sometimes you have to crack a few egg to make it an omelet. Maybe Anthony wants to do more traveling and the father doesn't. Who knows? But one thing is for sure, time will tell. After the news came out that DeWeese would be running the Macri Motorsports car at the Million, word came out that Macri was offered an opportunity to drive a second Indy Race Parts car as a teammate to Shane Stewart for the week. But Macri declined. According to Macri, he will not be in the car moving forward. He stated that he is going to take this week off and possibly next week and will have something lined up after that. But in his words, returning to the seat of his father's equipment is not an option. That's a lot to digest with the biggest part of the season ahead of him. But Macri is quite the talent. He will end up in a good ride for sure if he doesn't go back to Macri Motorsports. Now, my thoughts on this subject are hard to put together. It's the second time that there's been major issues within the team. Personally, it looks like someone else will be behind the wheel after DeWeese this week. DeWeese finished up with the Kings Royal this past weekend with Macri Motorsports. And it looks like going forward, it could be a different driver. I don't know what Anthony's plans are, but I do know that that ride is as good as any ride in the country. And just going somewhere to where you're not sure exactly what it looks like or what the money's going to entail or any of those things, it's got to be very hard to accept. And also, if you're a driver coming into that situation, because trust me, it's a top-notch ride. If you're the driver that's coming into that situation, how long is it before you ask, well, when is dad and Anthony going to make up and Anthony going to be back in the car? There's two different ways that this thing could go. We'll see where it goes. Brad Sweet won the Eldora Million Group A preliminary feature over Aaron Reitzel, Kyle Larson, Logan Shuhart, and James McFadden. Rico Abreu won the Group Breed for preliminary feature over Carson Macedo, David Gravel, Brian Brown, and Justin Peck. The USAC Midgets were in action at Mitchell County with Bryant Wiedemann picking up the win over Emerson Axum, Logan Seavey, Jacob Denny, and Jesse Love. On Wednesday night, while the Eldora Million for Sprint Cars was ongoing, late model Twitter was warring as a result of the wheel of misfortune that provided an eight-car invert for the Million to Win Sprint Car event. Many fans thought the format was a hit. I myself wish that if you were going to do passing points, then don't invert eight while only taking the top five in each heat for the feature. If it were me, I would give qualifying points, then you invert, then passing points, and take the top 20 overall in passing points to the feature if that's what you're going to do. But either way, this is the way Eldora did it. In the first heat, Logan Schuhart charged his way from eighth to a heat race victory. After that heat, many people tweeted about it, wishing that late model racing at Eldora would do the same thing. Late model superstar Jonathan Davenport made his opinion known when he stated, I truly believe that inverts rob fans from seeing the best race possible. Why not have the best cars at the front of the field racing for the win? Not some good cars in the back, some in the front, and some in the pits from getting their shit torn up from slower cars in the way. While I do understand what Davenport is saying here, I think he's missing the point from the fan perspective. I'm not saying do drastic inverts, but at the end of the day, people are paying to see great dirt track racing not paying to watch guys like Davenport or Thornton start on the pole of every race they win and dominate. While that's all well and good for the driver, it's not good for the fans. There is a comfortable middle ground out there that can be found in these situations. And honestly, passing points only make sense on tracks like Eldora and Port Royal, which does it for the Bob Weikert Memorial Weekend, where you can actually pass. It doesn't make sense on tracks that are hard to pass, and thus leads to the torn-up equipment. While I do enjoy racing on the Lucas Oil Tour, some of the other late-model tours – the fact are that they, they're heads up all night long. 
you could start on the pole with everything you race in. And at the end of the day, if one car is really faster than the others, it just creates boring racing. I do like one thing about Eldora's format for the Sprint Million. It has got people talking about these things in dirt track racing. And at the end of the day, any discussion on social media on this issue is a good discussion. People are going to inevitably have their own opinions on the matter. And it's good to talk through those opinions and hear them so that we aren't just stuck with the same format for every race. On Thursday night, Logan Schuhart dominated the Eldora Million over Carson Macedo, Brad Sweet, David Gravel, and Rico Abreu. The racing wasn't all that great for the Million as Schuhart dominated, but the point I want to make is $2 million races have happened due to flow racing giving back to the sport. And the great thing about last night, much like last year with the late models, is that all eyes were on dirt track racing. Ryan Unziker picked up the Summer Nationals win at Butler over Carter Murde, Eric Spangler, Rusty Schlenk, and Devin Shields. On Friday night, Carson Macedo won the night before the Kings Royal at Eldora for the World of Outlaws over Brad Sweet, Chio Selzy, Rico Abreu, and David Gravel. Mike Marler rolled from his 22nd starting position to win the World of Outlaw Late Model Series event at Ponderosa over Bobby Pierce, Brandon Shepard, Chris Madden, and Tanner English. After one of the heat races, they interviewed Shane Clanton and listening to him whine and complain about slide jobs and the cushion and the tires and everything else, just being absolutely miserable and complaining about the passing. And then to watch afterwards, Mike Marler roll from 22nd is pretty comical. On Friday night, Clinton County hosted its first 410 sprint show of the season with Mark Smith winning over Ryan Smith, Garrett Bard, Billy Dietrich, and Cameron Smith. On Friday night, Ray Cook's Southern Nationals got underway at Beckley after a long rain delay, and Jimmy Owens picked up the victory over Henry Hornsby III, Kyle Hardy, Tyler Carpenter, and Chris Ferguson. The Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series stop at Tri-City was rained out after qualifying. On Saturday, the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series took to Wheatland for the Diamond Nationals, and it was Jonathan Davenport taking the win over Devin Moran, Ricky Thornton Jr., Brandon Overton, and Chris Simpson. An interesting result from Saturday night was Kyle Bronson trekking to Fairbury after the World of Outlaw Late Model Series event at Brownstown was rained out and picking up a weekly show victory. Logan Wagner won the week- weekly program show at Port Royal over Devin Borden, Jeff Halligan, Mike Walter, and Gerard McIntyre. Freddie Raymer picked up another win at Lincoln over Cameron Smith, Troy Wagaman, Matt Campbell, and Tyler Ross. On a lightning-fast surface, after rains earlier in the night, Donnie Schatz won the Kings Royal at Eldora over Brent Marks, David Gravel, Sheldon Hoddenshield, and Kyle Larson. I will say this about the racing at Eldora this week. It was a huge week, obviously, with the million on Thursday night and 175000 to win show at the Kings Royal on Saturday night, making it the richest week in the history of dirt track racing, period. So with that comes a lot of pressure. But Eldora, so far this year in the bigger events, the surfaces just haven't matched. Every night it seemed like turns one and two was very rough. Uh, there was a lot of torn up equipment at that end of the racetrack. Saturday night you had those rains come in. It wasn't really their fault in terms of the fastness of the track. But, you know, with the format the way it is, a lot of guys that didn't time so great in time trials were able to start up front in the feature with the six-car invert in the heat. Eldora typically has been known for good racing. Uh, I think they'll be able to get it figured out. But it has been an issue so far this year. The dream was rubber down. Uh, there wasn't really any rubber down racing this weekend, but just a lot of guys that started up front that finished up there. Uh, not a lot of guys charging through the field. Hopefully they'll get it figured out when the Dirt Track World Championship comes around later this season. Kyle Hardy won the Junior Broom Memorial at Winchester over Mark Pettyjohn, Keith Jackson, Levi Crowell, and Kyle Lee. And Ashton Winger won the Summer Nationals race at Oakshade over Colin Shipley, 
Brian Ruhlman, Ryan Markham, and Dusty Moore. If you're, we're recording this on a Sunday, and if you're looking for something to watch tonight, the Frank Staggy tribute, if you can't get to the racetrack at Hagerstown tonight, will be on Flow Racing. Wayne County has the Summer Nationals, and the Southern Nationals are with Raceway all on a Sunday. Lots of good stuff to tune into. That does it for this week's episode. If you like what you hear, follow us on whatever app you use to listen to your podcasts, and follow our Twitter page at Live Dirt Updates. Give us a rating and a review, and we will greatly appreciate it. See you next week right here on Dirt Track Weekly.